and do the whole kick. Love Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Navy Wife Radio. Today is June 5th. Today's show is being sponsored by thesubreport.com, your daily source for submarine news and events. Head on over to thesubreport.com today. Hey, Marie. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very good. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, very good. Yep. Summer. Love well, it. Um, today's show, let's tell everybody what we're going to talk about. Um, today's show um, is uh, we've got Love from the home front, writing letters to your sailor. We get a lot of questions on that over at the site, and we're going to talk about the new TV series, Army Wives on Lifetime TV. Mm-hmm. And um, if we have time, we'll answer some letters from the mail drop. We're going to talk about um, our guest next week, Sarah Smiley. We're excited about having her here. And if we also have time, we have a guest blogger, too, that we're getting ready to post her stuff over on the site, Alicia from Pearl Harbor. Yes, hi, Alicia. Hi, Alicia. So we're excited to have her um, post on submarinewife.com. But, yeah, so we like guest bloggers. What? I said we like guest bloggers. Yes, we do. We do. She's really, she's, she has a lot going on, too. She has a lot to share, so. Okay. You want to get on to OPSEC? Sure, let's do that. Okay, real quick. Give everybody out all of our information. Yes. Okay, disclaimer for OPSEC. Please no discussion of boat movement, dates, boat names, port calls, destinations, mail jobs, homecomings, people's names in conjunction with the boat, no spreading rumors, no causing hate and discontent. And regards to OPSECs, our hosts might not always be in present time. Example, if we write a blog about maybe our husbands are in shift work or maybe they're fixing something on the boat or whatever we're talking about, the current condition of the boat, maybe that it's being put in dry dock or something like that, that does not necessarily mean that that is where the boat is. We wait to post those items so that we are never talking about the current condition of the boat because all of you people are smart and you find out where our husbands are. I already had a girl do that. She called me out on it. She goes, I know what boat your husband's on. Really? Yes. And I said, you can't prove anything, which, no, we're not trying to hide where our husbands work, but we just try not to talk about it a lot just to keep everybody safe. So that's why. And just remember those, um, our disclaimers, when posting on our website, when posting on our MySpace page, when um, sending an IM, or when you call in. Please remember those are really important. And I wanted to remind people that um, on MySpace, if you have a MySpace page and you are on our friends list, Please keep your pictures appropriate. We do not want any foul language, any inappropriate pictures. I was just on there before logging on, and I saw a couple that we're going to have to send an email out. So we just ask that you keep it so that when um, kids walk past, their, you know, so that when parents are online, they don't have to worry about their children seeing something inappropriate. Plus, we don't want to offend anyone either. So that's what we ask you to do. Right, right. Just we know be that everybody has kids, but you know, we we just ask that. Well, that and some people get offended by language yeah. and nudity. <laughs> we just ask that you keep your clothes on and not use any profanity. I don't really think that's a lot to ask for. No, I don't. We have very I, know. I mean, I know. I mean, keeping clothes on, we've, uh, it, we really have a problem with the that. Girl in the bathroom? Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we do. Well, we okay, have let's a tell everybody how to get our, how to, I, I am okay. All that stuff. You have a, a, a up right now. Uh, I will in about one minute. 
Well, while she is getting her AOL up, I have Yahoo open. So AOL and Yahoo, we're available right now live during our show to be IM'd. And you can IM us at Navy Wife Radio for both screens for AOL and Yahoo. We're Navy Wife Radio. So put us in for that. Search for us. Add us as a friend. And you can IM us live during the show. And we just ask that you remember... Um, all those things about OBSEC when posting because we also read while we're on the air and since we really don't have a censorship, you know, no, we don't have the button that leaps out anything. So we right, also kind of... we on a 10-second delay. And right. Wendy reads whatever she sees, so that's not good if you put... <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> but Wendy's really good about reading through there and we don't want to accidentally slip and say something we shouldn't about your yeah, husband's no, command vote. You no, know, I mean, if you want to say hello, I don't know, maybe to your husband, I don't know. Um a lot of people uh, might think that's a cool thing to do. Anyway, we just ask you to be careful what you type because sometimes we will just read exactly what you type. And then we'll go, oh, maybe we shouldn't have done that. I could test that in a second. Oh. So yeah. So how is your how is your week, Marie? It's been a week since we've done a show since we. I know we've done we one show a week. One show. So we yeah. Well, it's just, I have to say that it doesn't feel like it's been a week, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, my husband's gone, so time is just flying by, which I absolutely love. And um, though we finally got rain down here with all the wildfires, so um, that's that's much better. We don't have as much smoke that we were having. I'm sure everybody around the world has even heard about those awful wildfires that have been going through um, southern, southern Georgia and northern Florida. So we're having trouble with all that, but everything's going pretty well. Kids are happy, healthy. Nobody's broken any bones yet. We haven't had any emergency room visits oh, since the deployment. That, yeah. It happens every deployment. I can't seem to avoid the emergency room. <laughs> emergency room, and um, I always have at least two handymans at my house to fix different items while my husband is gone. And my air conditioning broke, and I fixed it myself. Well, I think you had a little help. Well, uh, probably. I think you had a little divine help because I was over here saying prayers for you. Wendy was, Wendy was praying for me because it was 86 in my house, which is not good. Don't you think it helped? I think it did help. But I have to say, hey, I was I was up in my attic with a hair dryer <laughs> because my for people that don't know, down in the south, a lot of houses, your air conditioner is not the outside unit but the actual unit that you would see, you know, where um, your filters and everything are. It's in your attic here. And um, a lot of people have that here. So um, my air conditioner froze up. So, oh, is that what happened? Yes, and I was up in my attic when it's I over 90 degrees. I you were going to why you had a hair dryer up there. <laughs> and okay. I was using a hair dryer to frost my air conditioner. But it worked. How did and you I, know to do that? Did because I'm because I'm my daddy's little girl. Okay. I Yep. Yeah, that. Thanks, Dad. I had a um, one deployment. This isn't quite as exciting, but one deployment I had the classic um, light bulb break off trying to change the light bulb. Oh, that's 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 not good. No, it's not. And I Googled it, mm-hmm. and I had always heard, you know, a potato. But when I Googled it, Martha Stewart, she told me, nope, you're not supposed to use that because it has, like, liquid in a potato, and that's not well, good, yeah. even if you turn I've always used pliers. Uh, well, what she suggested was a bar of soap. And I know this is going to help somebody. Now that there is a bar of soap. So I don't know why I had a bar of soap because we use liquid soap, but I had like a bar of Dove and I jammed it up there in the light thing and unscrewed the broken part and put the new light bulb in. 
I'm always afraid about more glass breaking off if there was glass around the edge. I've always used... No, it's, um, it goes right in. It, it, huh. it goes right in. Now, of course, well, I will remember that. that. Part of soap again. <laughs> I know there's some people that part out there going, I wouldn't waste a bar of soap on a broken light bulb. But no, that's a very good idea. I've always used pliers. I've always gone to switch the power off and just used pliers and twisted it out. But yeah, I've never even thought about doing something else. You know what else broke that I fixed? What? what? My um, garbage disposal. Really? Yes, I was very proud of myself. I figured out how to loosen it and to reset it, and it wasn't a big deal, but, I mean, I still had to go. I switched the power off, and I had to get a little Allen wrench at the the bottom of it, and then uh, they have reset buttons, and so after I loosened it and got the stuff out of it, then I was able to reset it, and, yeah. I'm on a roll. I say, be gone, husband. Fine with me. I've got it all under control. It's like you're not, quote, dependent, like that video. Dependent. They might call me dependent, but... No, nope, I'm doing just like fine. That video that we posted up That's what I mean. They might call me dependent because yeah. that's what they do. They call us dependents. Right. We're not dependent. We got right. bars of soap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so let's talk about our first topic, and then we'll, and then <clears throat> we can stay on schedule. Because um, I you, have a lot. Are you going to get off schedule? <laughs> I know. Um, okay, so on our so everyone just understands on our website that we have, there's this page that we can go to and look at search engine terms, <clears throat> and um, you can you know we can track and see how people find us. And so today I put a post on our site that had top ten Google words. Some of them were strange, like how to sue aphes. But <laughs> what was it? I did, I haven't looked today. I mean, not oh, in my the last gosh. couple there's hours. Really funny ones, like airman jokes. I don't know. We don't have any airman jokes. We have some sailor jokes. But we have the word jokes. Oh, yeah. So that's why. So um, one of the things we have on there is love notes for your husband. That's what somebody typed in. I'm looking at it right now. All the time. Don't we get stuff like that all the time? You know what? More than, yeah, the, the two things we get the most of is about email and letters and pictures. And then... Every other word having to do with sexy. I don't know why. <laughs> sexy things for your husband. How to take I, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. There's funny and sexy ideas to send your husband. Sexy things for your husband. Sexy things to do to your husband. I don't even. <laughs> I think that qualifies on our side. So yeah. So we're gonna take all that and we're gonna talk. Well, we've already visited the how to take a sexy picture we're not going back there <laughs> we already went there if you would like to hear that show it's in the archives and you're more we invite you to go and listen it's to also it. it's on submarinewife.com and, and it's yes. archived also in um, a blog yes so if you're listening to this today via the archives you can go and search it out um i know it's so funny so today we want to talk about um writing um love notes to your sailor while he's at sea and you know for 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 us some marine wives you know we don't get to send packages we well, don't get to some, send yeah. care packages you do if you're on a fast boat or an ssg and you can send packages but well right yeah but R- even then in. they're not very big right unless you send them to a port okay so but for the most part it's a you're sending letters so that's what we're going to talk about. Email, and when we say letters, we mean also email. We're talking about writing to your husband. Yes. And taking the, then how to figure out, you know, what to write and 
give you we're going to give you some ideas and then what's the you know just some of the things that we've done and some things we've heard of otherwise. and we'll tell you what the navy says about when you're writing your husband you know because yes, we're going to tell you exactly. what the navy says to do and then we're going to tell you the truth <laughs> <laughs> okay so um let's do uh email first cuz that's easier I think so for those of you that don't know when you send an email to the boat um it is read more it depends on the command of course but for the most part it's it is screened. Yes, it is and screened. There are flag words. Yes. As we call them, words that are flagged. Like, like? Like uh, missiles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Or um, death, funeral. Yes, um, divorce. Death, yeah, yeah. Uh, did we say divorce? <laughs> divorce. <laughs> um, annulment. <laughs> Anything that you may think of that if you were standing in a room, control yourself. If you were in a room, say in the opera office, I, and I, you said I, the word, I, I if it would make my drink right when you said, <laughs> did I say divorce? Sorry, um, divorce papers, <laughs> so, <laughs> divorce papers in the no, mail. Seriously, I mean, I'm being completely yes. serious because yes. these things happen. Um, anything yes. about any kind of word, also that you would think of, like um, you, you don't. Don't ask how the nuclear reactor is doing. <laughs> you know, I mean, use common sense. Anything having to do with the condition of the boat, it's like flagged. coming dates, that kind of stuff. Like, are yes. you coming home on the blah blah date kind of thing. Well, and what happens too? We'll give a little warning. Um, yes. Different commands have different um, punishment guidelines. But every command, once you've um, had a warning, even if, if some don't even give a warning, but after you've been reprimanded at least once, you are going to lose privileges, which include going to a homecoming, knowing about what dates they're coming and going, and even if it's just because you're inappropriate in an email. And I'm talking about inappropriate, I mean talking about things you shouldn't talk about, condition of the boat, where the boat is. Um, even if it's just upsetting your husband, they're going to take away your email privileges. And, yes, they can do that. You can send as many emails as you want, but they will not get to your husband. So please remember that, that when you're sending things to your husband, that um, they do. Ha- it's, it's a privilege, absolute privilege. Yes. Not I that long ago. Long ago, we didn't have email back then. It wasn't. I was just saying, don't yeah. date yourself. I was just saying, not that long ago. There was an email, and I know that a lot of women can't imagine your husband gone three to six months at a time without any contact whatsoever unless he's in a port and chooses to make a phone call. That's it. Right. No. Or, you know, the, the, or there's the a mail job, there. but, you know, mail jobs are very numbered because of the safety issues unless they're in a exactly. port. So anyway, so please keep that in mind. So, so what happens? Like, so so the mail will sometimes not even get delivered, or it'll be modified. So the parts yes. that will be take, you know, there'll be parts that are taken out. Now, and everybody, if everyone doesn't know, your mail goes through Virginia. Or, yeah, right. It's Virginia, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's Virginia. I, it it says it on the thing. Mm-hmm. It, says right it goes through Virginia, so it goes to a place in Virginia. Um, in fact, you can uh, the name of it. It's not um, classified or anything. You can find out the name of where it goes. It goes to a place in Virginia, and then there it's bundled up. And then when the boat can transmit um, email, then it is sent in a, like almost like a package of emails. It's sent out in a big group of emails, With like thousands of emails. So it's yeah. not like when you're using normal email on a boat or on a, like a you it know sends automatically. It's not. It, like yes, it does not go straight to the boat. It goes straight right. to Virginia, and then it sits there until that boat transmits for it or it's transmitted, and then it's sent to the boat. So it could take weeks till it was transmitted if your husband's boat is not 
in, if, it, if your husband's boat is not in a place where it can be transmitted or they are not surf, you know, at the certain surface point wherever they can transmit. Because if your husband is submerged in some place, he is not transmitting email. <laughs> at a certain, yeah. No. Yeah, no. he can't always get email. I don't know if women know that. Yeah, no, that's important. And one thing we used to do, um, and and I think that the husband actually asked me to do this. I don't, I can't claim credit for it. And it's a really simple thing. Um, and you're like, oh, how come I didn't think about that? But we numbered our emails. Yes, we, we always number his, ours. And I numbered mine. Except that way, <laughs> if he got a, you know a group at once he would know what order to read them in. And Absolutely. if he was missing some, he would say, I'm missing two and five or ten. And that five. happens. And you do and it miss does them. Happen. Like, or you get more than one of one of them, too. That's very common. I just got a couple of the same one. But I have to say that my husband and I can't count, obviously, because after about, say, 15, 20, you know, when we're emailing a lot, we both lose count. So then we just start naming them obnoxious things. Or my husband makes up a number, like, you know, 1,492. And then, <laughs> then we start over. Well, then, I, well, I, then too. If you're getting that many emails, then you know it's it's you're gonna if he, if you missed it the first time around, he'll tell you the second time around. Absolutely, yeah. And, and you can also I don't you'll know hear it of, in my voice because see, when I, email never worked for me, and it always worked for Marie. Now we, wait a we've second. I would this before. Email worked just fine. It's that the her husband. <laughs> caused hate and discontent, and the radio men did not like her husband anymore and decided not to send any emails okay. or receive them. So it's so, not yeah. your fault. It's not my <laughs> fault. <laughs> hey, and I just want you to know, I did send emails, and everybody's probably going, well, that's not fair. I sent emails for Wendy. <laughs> I know, she did. <laughs> my husband. But anyway, also another point I wanted to bring up with okay. um, the whole email thing, which I completely lost my train of thought now. Oh, okay, we were... well, you'll you'll get to it. You'll, I mean, they'll come back to you. What I was going to say is that, you know, for, for my um, – what I used to do is print out every email and include it in the mail drop. That way in case – you know, in my case, my emails didn't always go through. <laughs> you just interrupt me whenever you remember what you You're were fine. going to say. And then, um, and then the other thing is, uh, you know, like what exactly do you say in your emails? Is it all, you know, honey, I love and miss you? Or, you know, do you say, oh, I was in the attic with a blow dryer and I had to fix the garbage well, disposal? Like, what is the balance? Okay, well, here, here's my whole thing. Yeah. This, is what the, this is where we're going to be honest with you. <laughs> there's, there's what the Navy tells you to do, and then there's what we do as wives. And we are so going to get in trouble for this one. I know I am. Well, you, you just be quiet, and then I'll, I'll be the one that gets in trouble. <laughs> God. Well, let me just say, everyone's different. This is Marie's point of view. There you go. Let's take it as a point of view. Yeah, don't take it as real. Don't, don't yeah. at all. First of all, the one thing I was going to say that my husband and I always do, which you can't, this is okay. Um, this is what I was, I lost my train of thought. Um, we always, I always write the day and the time that I send an email in yes. the email itself. Yeah. Because so that way you can gauge how long it takes to get there. Yes, and my husband and I have the fascination with seeing how long it takes for him to receive an email and then write me back. So um, that's fun. It is, I don't know why it entertains us, but we have found out that it's an average. Well, of when you don't get phone calls, you don't get big care packages. <laughs> well, I know you actually know when like, to go check your mail, you know, which is kind of cool. Like you know when you should be getting an email. Now, this is of course only works 
when we're when they're transmitting on a daily basis. This does not work on a normal patrol run or whatever. But anyway, my husband at times we have had a twelve eight to twelve hour turnover, which is pretty neat, which means we can write you know, he can I can write him in the morning and by that night I have an email back or the next morning a reply to what I just asked, which everyone knows um that their husband is on subs, that is pretty darn awesome. Because you know, how many times have you tried to write your husband and just wish you could get an answer on something? And well, yeah. it, it's homecoming before you know. <laughs> you know when what happens. When we go on leave, yeah. Yes. What diet should I book? Shades of green. Nothing yeah. gets me more upset when my husband emails me about his leave dates and then asks for my response, and I don't get the email till however long later, and he's writing me back already before I can reply, saying, "Well, since I didn't hear from you, <laughs> I went ahead and made the decision." I'm going, ah, no. So that's happened, but. Okay, so here's what I, I'm probably going to get in trouble for. Okay. The, well, this is your perspective, That's right. right. That's Marie right. It's absolutely just all Marie. Just don't even take it seriously, but listen very closely. <laughs> okay, go, go, go for it. The Navy will tell this you. This is says I'm sleeping. I wish, Brandy, you know Brandy? She sends us comments on our site. Have you seen her thing on her? It says she's sleeping. Maybe we should send her an IM. <laughs> go ahead, buzz that's hilarious. I think that's good. If you need me, call my... Ah, she says, if you need me, you can call me. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Okay, focus. So, (laughs) we're so bad. Um, The Navy will tell you, every captain will tell you, every ombudsman will tell you, do not send upsetting messages, anything like that, um, to your husband, anything that can stress him. Uh, And Dr. Laura will tell you that, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, we don't want to talk about her. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> she doesn't count. Um, so anyway, the Navy will tell you, you know, just send uplifting, positive messages to your husband. I completely disagree. I think that is great if your husband is that everybody's husband is different. Every person is different. My husband would absolutely flip out and be worried ten times more if I wasn't pretty honest with him. And I know what I can and can't tell him. And my husband and I have been married long enough that we know each other well enough that I know what he needs to hear and what can wait. And I think everybody wants you got to you really have to know that though to be able to do this. Now, with that said, you can get away with sending a lot of those kind of things through email if you're careful, but you don't want to get caught <laughs> and you don't want to cause problems. So it's very simple though. Um, you know, um, my husband he. We had we had a, a, a friend of ours that lost their child, and it's it's very sad. My husband, though, I knew would want to keep them in their thoughts, him, them, this, their child, and the family, a very good friend of his, in their in his thoughts and prayers. I could not write, um, our friend's child died. I couldn't write that. I couldn't write about funeral. I couldn't write anything. So what I did is I used their names and said that um and i their son you know his name i use i said you know we'll just call him tom i said tom did um couldn't make it i'm having to go um i had to buy a new i had this is so sad but i had to write this way i had to buy a new black dress for saturday and i said um you know even if you didn't i wrote it like that and i put um and he very knew, sad he that he couldn't be there, you know. And I said, yeah. very sad that he, he couldn't he be there. Um, they were I, close friends of yours. Yeah. Yes, yes. And so it was really important that he knew. I knew that if he would have not have heard that until he got home, that would not have been. He would have been even more upset. 
So I knew he would be saddened by the news, but I knew it wouldn't affect his you know, work, thought process, performance at all. I just knew that he would want to, to be thinking and praying for those people and their time of need. So anyway, so I was able, so I, I hope that was an okay, you know, that was a clear enough example, that there are ways to tell your husband things, you know, to get under the flagged words. You just have to be very creative. And again, you have to be careful because you don't want to, again, take the risk in upsetting your husband and him be on that submarine and have some sort of, anxiety attack or oh, yeah. a breakdown. Yeah, use your best judgment. I mean, you know your own husband, so I, yeah. And if you at all doubt it, if you think, don't say, oh, I think I know my husband well enough to, no, 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 not think. I mean, really, you don't want to put yourself and your husband in that position. But if there is something you need to talk to your husband about, um, you can, they, they usually do not read things word for word, and if they do, they're not going to catch it if you're creative. So, again, the Navy would tell you, don't you dare do that. And don't go to your command. Save <laughs> <laughs> so, But on submarine wise, that girl told me that I can write about this stuff when your husband's called into whatever. No, don't say that. This is just what I'm telling you. What I do, and what what, what has worked for us, and um, it just you really have yeah. to be careful. And like I said, just um, you you don't want to cause your husband any harm. And if he was ever upset, it does affect their performance. And it's much easy to upset, much more easy, easy to upset someone that hasn't seen sunlight in a few months, and who is in a small little submarine underneath the water. I don't know if you guys have ever thought of that, but it's a lot easier to upset them in that state that they're in versus if they were sitting next to you on the couch and telling them something. So you also have to remember that they're in a different state of mind when they are underway. So yes. whatever it That's is, very important. yes, yes, very important. So please just be careful. But if you need to talk to your husband. You'll be able to, and like my husband wrote me back, and you know, so that that that's you know that just let him know that his thoughts and prayers are with them, and he was able to send them a message, which worked out wonderfully. And I mean, and they're really close. So I'm sure that really meant a lot. It really meant it meant a lot, you know, and, and for him not to have been there was a you know bad enough kind of thing. So it's just it's important that you know you you're connected with your husband and that you are able to do those things. And if you can do it, that's great. If you can't. Don't worry about it. And that's, I guess, what we need to talk about next is um, also what you can't write in email, you can write in a letter. Right. You can write whatever you want in a letter. Yes. Pretty good. I mean, no one's going to read your letter. Well, you still need to be careful. I mean, because... I mean, you know, it depends. Like, you know, on our last command, every command is different, we'll say. So, of course, check with your ombudsman for the requirements. Oh, 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 if they ever find, if they ever feel that they have a reason to read your letters or email, that is another thing. If there's ever a reason, if your husband ever seems depressed or upset, if they feel that you're having marital issues, just so you know, they can read your email, they can open your letters. If they feel that your, your husband or you are having some sort of problem, especially if it was a life-threatening problem or if you were, um, having it, it just anything that could cause him to be severely upset. If they thought you were sending divorce papers, they're going to read your letter. So those letters that go through when you drop them off at the off crew or with someone, those are, you know, they're subject to being read. They really yeah, are. Exactly. So, yeah, I kind of spoke out of term. And like ours last time were, um, were no envelopes. Folded in half, stapled once. Well, they'll, they'll, I mean, they'll yeah. open the envelope. They'll, they'll rip it open and seal it right open, back up. And then Absolutely. Right back up. So, you know, um, if you want to write 
so again, you know, you need to be careful about what you write, and then you know, as far as the the bad kind of stuff, but then also the good kind of stuff. If you're writing a really racy letter, <laughs> then you, somebody might want to steal it. <laughs> somebody might pass it around. And that's, <clears throat> I wish my wife would write me that. I, you know, I don't know. I just <laughs> so it's um it's very an it's a very open environment, and uh, we get a lot of of emails from. Um, wives on their first patrol or um, their second patrol or they're coming from shore duty and they've been on a boat but it's been a while. We get a lot of those kind of comments on the site. So um, that's why we revisit this stuff. We talk about what you're asking about and that's kind of that drives our conversation. Right? Yes. <clears throat> and the other thing I wanted to talk about was just mail and email etiquette among wives. And this is really important. And first, to start off with letters, um, just to let you know that every time you receive a letter in the mail, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that does not necessarily mean that everyone got a letter. That does not even mean that there was a mail drop. Sometimes you will receive a letter. Now, this, of course, again, for women that don't know, it is against the rules for a person that is riding the boat or a civilian that's riding the boat. When he leaves the boat on a BSP, he is not supposed to take mail with him. That is not supposed to happen. Most commands will tell the guys it is not allowed, but we're going to tell you the truth and say it does happen. <laughs> and guys will send letters to their wife, you know, and even I have gotten letters in the past where the first line says, don't tell anyone you got a letter, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, it, yeah. And it does happen. So do not call everybody and say, I got mail until you're sure. I mean, it should have been announced if there was a mail job. If there was a mail job and you want to share that, that's fine. But if there wasn't an announcement for a mail job, then please be cautious about um, receiving a letter and don't let everybody know that you have a letter because you don't want to get anybody in trouble, especially it's not, it's not really your husband's getting in trouble. It would be the person carrying them off the boat because the rule of thumb is if they can't take everybody's letter, they shouldn't take anyone's letter. So if they are taking and some... And yeah, and that's a fair <clears throat> rule to have. Absolutely a fair rule. you don't want favorites and all that stuff. So, But yeah, just be discreet. Don't, and we, like we'd like to say, don't screw up the hookup. Yes, and on the other thing about just etiquette, because I know a wife talked about etiquette, and we really never really touched on it, and this is really important. Another thing with just etiquette of receiving the letter, not every husband has time to write. Not every husband writes, period, because maybe he's just not a writer. Maybe he doesn't feel comfortable writing. Maybe he's the kind of person, you know, the lot of men don't know how to put words in, you know, together <laughs> to put them into something. Maybe they just don't, they're not, they're not writers. They usually don't write their wives. Um, so when you get a letter, I know you're excited, but unless you're sure the other wife got a letter, you, it, it's hard, but you really should try not to talk about it too much, just to be respectful to that other wife, because remember that she's going through that same deployment you are. She's missing her husband just as much. And just because her husband didn't send her a letter doesn't mean that he loves her any less than your husband loves you. Right, exactly. Just be considerate. And with that said, there was an incident that I had just witnessed on um, on the on a MySpace group when we were going through them, and a a young newer a young newer wife um, wrote in and asked if there were any email problems going on with the boat because she hadn't heard from her. She just wanted to know if email was working properly, which isn't an uncommon question, right? I mean, we've all asked each other, oh, "Hey, yeah. are, are you getting emails right now? Is yeah. it working?" Because it's it breaks a lot, and so of course there are women that will write, "Oh, no, honey, it's working." You know, all that. That's fine. But then there was a wife 
that just had to write, nope, I get letters every day, <laughs> you know, or I've gotten a letter every day or two a day, if not every other day. And I just have to remind you that that's, you know, here's a wife asking, you know that the email's not broke then. And here, you know, the wife is asking if it's broke because she hasn't heard from her husband. And again, he could just be busy. It has nothing to do with his feelings for her. And yet a wife... Yeah, different different guys. I mean, we all know there's different jobs on the boat. And just because one person has time, <clears throat> the other person, you know, especially if he's not qualified. Oh, gosh. And, well, he shouldn't yeah. be writing. <laughs> he shouldn't be. <laughs> if your husband's not qualified, you tell him to go back to work every time you get an email. Tell him to finish that and then come talk to you. No, but in all seriousness... It's just, and this was, and I was just very disappointed. And to me, this is what causes problems in wives' groups and any kind of social functions. This was an older wife that said this. I think, well, not an older wife. I don't mean older. Oh gosh, she hears. Me. This was a more experienced wife. I'm not saying older. I meant been there, done that longer kind of thing. Yeah, okay? I like got the T-shirt. Experienced. So here's an experienced wife, and she told this other person, "Oh, nope, get an email every." Now she could have just said, "No, I'm getting mail." It's not broken, I know, because we're getting mail. You did, please, don't, you got to remember how the other person might take it, even though I don't think she meant it in a mean way whatsoever. That poor girl got all these messages saying, no, no, I'm getting mail, and I'm getting mail, and I'm getting mail every day, and I'm getting mail every other day. And my heart just broke for that girl because, you know, it just stinks. <laughs> so when you're not getting mail, no matter what the reason is, and you know other people are, it stinks. I mean, even if you know your husband's not the type that usually sends a lot of mail, it still stinks. So just, right. you know, be sensitive to otherwise and just remember, again, how would you feel if you weren't getting the mail? For whatever reason it might be, whether it's the, the boat's fault, you know, your husband, whether he's just working too much, just my heart really did break for this girl. So just remember that and be considerate of other people's feelings. And So you don't have to go tell the world that you're getting email every day. Unless it's your good friend like me and Wendy, then I'd call her and be like, the radio man doesn't hate my husband. <laughs> <laughs> right. The other thing I wanted to add to, because then we have to, we have to finish up this topic and move to the next, is that um, one thing that I did as far as, you know, writing letters is, um, you know, some people, and I've heard otherwise say this too, you know, they like to talk out their day. Yes. You know, so they, you know, crawl in bed with a, um, you know, a pad of paper and start to write their husband. And so what I would do is, along that line, is just write a little bit um, every day. <clears throat> and it could be, you know, some things were more romantic than others and some were more... <laughs> venting. Venting and some were more um, administrative type <laughs> house things, house yep. type things. Um, and then that way, when the call came for the mail drop, I wasn't rushing around trying to piece stuff together. I already had it ready to go. And I have to say that I, I took that idea from Wendy once I found out that that's what she was doing. I don't know why we just don't think of those things. I actually found myself only writing my husband on like a little notepad because I had I was a phone tree caller and there were too many girls that said they could they were working and they couldn't get to the mail drop in time. And again, if you because we have some last-minute mail drops sometimes, you know, where it's almost yeah. like the next morning or same day. I've had one same day. I mean, it was one of those things that if you can make it to the Oscar office by three, you can have a letter to your husband. And I'm like, oh. well, I was a phone tree caller, and there were so many girls that worked that time and couldn't get it. So me feeling awful of the fact that, you know, I've had a lot of contact with my husband. I I volunteered to go by their jobs and pick up 
their letters for them, which, again, in these kind of situations, I hope that everyone acts as a family and really treats other people well. And even if you really don't, you don't have to like people or know people to do these kind of things for them. It's just being considerate because you would want the same thing done for you if you couldn't. So anyway, I went and collected letters and then realized that I had written my husband. (laughs) So I ended up using finally every night where I crawled into bed and I had a um, journal book with with, um, the pages that you can tear out. And I just wrote every single night a continuous letter, just like Wendy was doing. And then uh, I always had a letter written, always. So that way then I could volunteer and go around and collect letters, and I didn't lose anything. I would just sign the end of mine then, spray it with some perfume, and mail the darn thing. Yeah, very good. I, th- I hope. I, well, I hope this conversation <clears throat> helped. Helps a lot of, you know, wives out there, girlfriends. And spray those letters with perfume. Yes. Even if you don't wear perfume. I have something funny. I remember remember when Craig got a letter. Yes, go ahead and say that. That was hilarious. (laughs) We Um, sent our mail together. Yes. Yeah, it was one of those situations where somebody was going on the boat and it was kind of a hushy thing. And so Marie sent a letter and I sent a letter. The guy came by our house, picked it up, and... And it was just given to her husband. And it was just given to Craig. And so he opens it, and inside one envelope is the, the two letters. And so it, Marie had sprayed hers, and I hadn't sprayed mine. And he <laughs> wrote back to me. He's like, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to like that perfume or not. I wasn't sure if it was yours or not. You can imagine someone's husband opening it and going, ooh, that smells really good, and then realizing that it might not be his wife's and going, exactly. oh, wait a second. <laughs> Maybe that doesn't smell so good to me. <laughs> so... Yes, we got all of our husbands. At least he asked. I think that's yeah, great. Yeah, that, that was funny. So, of course, now I think okay, we have the same perfume. So, yeah, we do. <laughs> We're now. okay now. That's another story, but okay. So let's wrap up on that. I want yes. to remind everybody. Um, let's start a little commercial break. Um, I want to remind everybody you're listening to Navy Wife Radio, and today's <clears> show is sponsored by AskTheChief.com. That's AskTheChief.com, helping sailors by answering their questions since 1992. And uh, we invite you, if you have a Navy question, you can surf on over there, askthechief.com, and ask it. They'll answer it. Okay, we're back. <laughs> so exciting. One day we'll have music to play right there. But we oh, right wow. Now. Okay, Army pa- Wives. Pat? Pat's in, um, Pat's in some school training. Hey, shipwreck guy. Hey, Pat. Yes, hey, Pat. Pat's good. Hopefully he'll do another um, promo for us. And if anyone hasn't watched the, is it the 12th episode? The 12th episode. If you haven't watched the 12th episode, please go to our page, click on the link. That's been released since our last show. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it, then I don't know what you're doing, but you need to go watch that. Yes, and and we kind of inspired it, I would like to think. And I think there was a wife on our um, site that wrote that she thought it was great, but she, she thought the second half was great. I don't think she liked the wife part. She didn't? Oh, well, see, we like it because we knew that we inspired it. <laughs> well, we'd like to think that we inspired and, it. And just to, and just to let, and I, that, that conversation that they had on the 12th episode was very true to life. And women, if you don't think that those guys say that stuff, and if you don't think that there's a guy saying, tell them that the, 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 there was a phone answered and they couldn't find the guy and the wife was asking, you know, he, she was calling the boat and they couldn't find her husband and um, she's wanting to know where he is. And um, the guy ref- said to him, uh, what did he say? He said, uh, tell him that he doesn't like her. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just 
tell him that he doesn't like her, and that's why he didn't call her back. <laughs> so oh if you don't God. think guys are saying, whether your husband really loves you or not, okay? I'm just saying, if you don't think those guys are yelling that in the background, then you are mistaken. That is funny. I don't care who you are. That was funny. So just take it with, you know, a grain of salt. Yeah, so tubedays.com, or you can go to our site, submarinewife.com. And follow the link. the latest episode, yeah. Okay, so the new so, thing that we are into right now, yes, is uh, the new show on Lifetime Army Wives. Which again, we might have to say this a few times. It is on Lifetime, and if you are not familiar with yes. Lifetime, Lifetime is sap. Lifetime is drama. Lifetime is like every kind of soap opera you can imagine, and then they throw a little more in. As far as I'm right. concerned, so, um, they. Uh, so remember, Tanya's going to be here in July. The girl who wrote the book based on it. Yes. So, I mean, we're so excited to have her here. And oh, absolutely. And we're so thrilled to talk about, you know, how she got her her story. That's what we want to hear about. And, you know, I'm sure she she's a consultant on the show, but you know how that goes. They're going to do, <clears throat> their producers are going to do what they want to do. Um, well, there's a difference between being a consultant and making sure that it's true to story and then adding yeah. a little bit more. <laughs> you got to have the, you know, you got to have the hook. So, right, so we thought we would spend a few minutes and talk about Army Wives, and um, since it's a real, you know, in the military spouse world, it's a really hot thing right now. Um, and I, you watched it, right? I did watch it. You watched it. So my thought, and then I watched it twice, because I watched it the first time, and then I thought, well, let me watch it again just to make sure um, my thoughts on it. And I, I, I actually liked it. I don't know if that's because I'm so desensitized to you know, sap, drama, and trash. <laughs> well, I'll tell you uh, what I liked and didn't like about it. I like, yeah. I love the character Roxy. Oh, I no. absolutely I love, love her. And if you haven't watched it, you're going to have to look it up and see if it's going to play again. Did they say when the rerun was going to be of the first show, or you just have to look it's, online yeah, you at Lifetime.com? and see it, yeah. Go to Lifetime online and, and, and look it up. But anyway, um, I love the character Roxy. And for you that don't know, the opening scene is a guy in an army. Is, is that their dress uniform? Yeah, that's their class. Women would, women, yeah. Wendy would know that, but we'll go on to that in a later date. Um, she has army history. So, <laughs> I do. I do. Yes, yeah, she does. Your previous life. So a guy, a very, he's a good-looking guy, seems like a real down-home, sweet, you know, guy-next-door kind he looks of guy. He's kind of young for a private to me, but, yeah, I'll, I'll give him Oh, he's ambitious. <laughs> so anyway, he comes into a bar, and it is a not the nicest kind of bar. And the bartender behind the counter is this young, you know, young, you know, very country-looking, you know, blonde girl named Roxy. And he says, "I know I only knew you four days. I know we've only known each other four days. But when I went back to post, it just something didn't feel right." Or he goes on down that road and says. Um, and I know, and I know you have two kids by two different fathers. That's what got me. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says, "But I want, I want to be I with you." I, yeah, I think you're my soulmate. I think yes. And so she says, "Are you asking me to marry you?" And he he says, "Yes." And she says, "Well, ask me." So he proposes. <laughs> it's so and they run off to post together as a married couple. And so she's thrown into military life after knowing a guy for four days. And I don't care what anyone says; they're saying, "Oh, that doesn't happen." It's so happened yes. my yes. husband and i have yes. a his one of his best friends the best man at our wedding is in the army <laughs> he's gonna get so mad at me for saying this because they're not <laughs> divorced but <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
<laughs> he did that. He married a girl, which I guess I should ha- I hate to say that, that they ended up divorced, but um, anyway, he ended up marrying a girl the same way after knowing her for just a little bit and the whole thing. And yes, it happened just that way. So don't say it doesn't happen. Because it happens. No, I think it does happen. <clears throat> so anyway, that's yeah. how the opening of the show started, and then you got to meet each of the characters, and um, yeah, that was the one part that I asked Craig <clears throat> to watch the opening because I because they were showing the opening scenes of the base, and you know it's the old Navy base there. And oh, that's right, they're filming in Charleston, aren't they? Yeah, they are. So he says, yeah. So he watched, you know, the very you know thirty seconds of that. He said that. Um, that the buildings, there was like two or three brick buildings in the background. He said, yep, those are the old boomer barracks. And then the housing part where Roxy lives, he says that that's, that's officer, that was officer housing. Yes, I was going to say that that's the nicest, some of the nicer housing I've ever seen. But um, I, I actually, well, we were stationed in Charleston. We were stationed in Goose Creek, but uh, we, had dro- we had driven down to the old Navy base because now it is closed. Is not an active Navy base anymore for those that, you know, were saying that they're filming right. there. It's not an active base. In fact, I'm just happy that they're filming there because they cleaned it up. It's all, uh, it looks like a base again. It, it had been yeah. grown up and unkept, of course, since it was closed down years ago. So it's it's a pretty neat base, though, there. Which I think we're going to take a road trip there, aren't we? We're talking about it. We're talking I think we're going to take hey, a road trip. Well, we're talking about Roxy. I wanted to tell you, I didn't get a chance <clears> to tell you this earlier. What's that? But um, I talked to Tara today, and Roxy is going to be on her show next Monday night. <gasps> Very so cool. So I'll put that out there for people, because we'll probably want to listen to that. Um, that's um, Tara's show, and that's Army Wife Talk Radio. And Roxy will be there next Monday. So if you're a fan of the show and you like Roxy. Can we have Catherine Bell, because she was Navy. <laughs> we could. Well, you know, Tanya is going to be here, um, and again, she was the writer of um, "Under the Sabers," uh, the unwritten code of Army Wives. I hope I have that right. I'm not looking at it. I'm just. Well, I have to say that I'm really excited about interviewing her because I really think that even what she has to say in her story is even more interesting than the show itself. Yes, exactly. She'll be here in July. So, but um, the show, I think that they, um, I think that they got enough things wrong that it caused such a uproar on, like, the different websites I've, I've been to. Yeah. Especially the Army Wife, um, not the Army Wife, the Lifetime uh, blog, Army Wives, on there. Tanya writes posts, and so does Tara and a couple other people. And they have a firestorm of activity going on over there. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of think there's enough of the good stuff. I don't know why they, you know, like, little things like the guy... When they're outside, they don't have their cover on. Inside, saluting. You don't salute when you're indoors. Um, the caller, the the girl that's in uniform, the lieutenant colonel who was dancing on the bar, you know, her her hair being long and touching her collar. You know, things like that that just annoy people that you would think they'd get it right. But mm-hmm. I think they do that on purpose because then they Well, you can have your hair. There's, but it. there's certain things, too, that, you know, once you've been in also and not to upset me, you know, I know there. I we know people that are enlisted and that they have long hair flowing down their back. And yes, her hair was you know brushing the top of her collar. But I think it's okay. Um, from what I understand, it's okay for that. And, you know, as long as you maintain I it. I think it's supposed to be off the collar. Is it? Yeah. 
Well, I've seen a lot of girls in violating here on base. <laughs> Should yeah. I start handing out? Not, it's not supposed to touch your collar. Yeah. Well, then we need to... I know, but then I'm not in the military. That's just my own two Maybe they're more lenient here because I see a lot of women with their hair touching their collar. In well, Air Force is that way, too. You know, Air Force has that block cut in the back for, mm-hmm. you know, the shaved up the back. Where It's just, it's all, I think, branch kind of related. But, um, but I liked the show. I just... I, I don't. I did not care for if they're going to show half naked people like Roxy. I wish it would have been a guy. Call me crazy. It's a show for women. Why? I have to say that she pulled off the whole look very well. Oh, she. And you know, I is. can so see. So I have met women. I know that personally. I could name women right now that would have done what she did with her dress. I don't doubt that for a minute. I and you know that. I mean, there have been women that we would have. I think we could name them together if we really thought about it. There are some names of people that we know that would have gone. What she did is she had gotten. She had some wine, red wine spilled on her dress. And so what she did is she went in the bathroom and you see her come out of the stall with just her bra and thong on because she took the dress off, washed it in the sink, and held it under the dryer, and then put it back on to get the stain out. Because you know yeah. she couldn't get herself up to that dryer. <laughs> so she washed it out and had her beautiful dress back on. And then she told the girls, I don't cry over it. It's from the Goodwill. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty funny. So, I mean, I hope that <clears throat> I, I think the show would be good enough without a scene like that, you know. And I and I also, the other part I didn't like is the lieutenant colonel dancing on the bar. Thing. I thought, even though that happened, the theme, I mean, if it happens, fine. But does it have to happen on the first episode? Yes, does because it have I, to be the female. I think they were trying to go into shock though, because of the whole thing about her returning home from war. Because she's having, because she was drinking. That's not something she would have, of course, normally done. Just people know that hadn't watched it yet. She had yeah. been drinking at the bar because she's having trouble transitioning upon coming home. And we know of people that have had trouble transitioning when they have come home. And it's not an easy thing. And some people just do some things they shouldn't do. And she was drinking that night. Probably shouldn't have been out drinking. But she was and ended up standing on top of a bar. And, you know, I have to say that, that it wasn't unrealistic. But, yeah, it could have waited for the next show. But I think, of course, they're trying to get the hook. They were trying to get everybody interested. There was a lot of action. And then now yeah. and now everybody's going to is going to branch off and go into different things. Well, but, I, like the, I like the Brian McNamara guy. He plays the colonel. Yes. I can't think of the name, but I really like him. And um, I think he would be better suited for Catherine Bell's character. I know. We both agreed that they are the that. ones that should have been married. And that I think they that might switched. have, since it's Lifetime. I know, and then we joked eight. that maybe they really will right. <laughs> Not that we promote oh, God. that sort of thing. No, 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 and no, I no. I hope we can continue to watch this show. I really want to like it. And, know, to all I, those, I, and to all the wives, military wives and especially the Army wives that are upset with the show, I have to say, you can't get upset with it. It is a Lifetime show. This is not a yeah. documentary. This is a pretend, oh, made-up fantasy show. So please... You know, I, I'm sure they are going to, having a firestorm, and I'm sure they're going to say, well, you're not Army, you don't understand. But at the same time, you know, I mean, for every military show, there's like with the unit, with even with JAG, there were always things that weren't right. How many times has your husband sat through a movie, Wendy, and oh said, gosh, yes. I mean, and ruined the movie for us because our husbands are like, that wouldn't happen. That's not even that submarine is one of the most famous ones. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's true. So I'm just saying you know, for Pete's sake, enjoy it as it is. It's in, it's made for entertainment purposes. It's not made to be completely true for life. And I guess we'll just have to ask Tanya about that and ask her, you know, how what did they tell her? Did they say tell her it was going to be more true to life? Or is this how she intended it to be? Or did they, you know, 
want to add to it, cushion it? What what did they do? And they, I mean, as in producers, right, of yeah. the show. So we'll be interested to find that all out. You know, maybe this is how she, you know, wrote the story. I'm actually wanting to read the story before she comes on. I, I really am a big fan of reading books before you talk about them. I think you should always oh, read yeah, a book. Oh yeah, definitely. And so I haven't read it yet, though. So yeah. I'm going to read it before she comes on. But we, but a book we have read. So we're going to switch to the next topic. A book we have read. Let's talk briefly about our next week's show. Yes. And then if we have time, we'll answer a question from the from the website. Um, Sarah Smiley will be here next week. And um, for those of you who don't know Sarah Smiley, um, she her website is sarahsmiley.com. She syndicates a column in um, a, a ton of different newspapers around the country. Her website says its circulation reads, reaches more than 2 million weekly readers. And she wrote a book that we have both read. Which we, we absolutely loved. We love her book, and we encourage you to get it and read it. We're going to put the link up on the website. And it's, um, calling, it's called... It's, yeah, go ahead. It's called Going Overboard, <laughs> The Misadventures of a Military Wife. It's published by Penguin New American Library. And um, it's even out in paperback now. So, you know, that's five, six bucks. It's a It's an inexpensive... You know, um, it's it's a quick read. It's one of those that once you start reading it, when when I call quick read, it's not that it's you know, it's not intriguing. I mean, quick read that is once you pick it up, you don't want to put it down. You just keep going to the next chapter, to the next chapter, to the next chapter. I think Wendy and I both read it very quickly because we were just remember so, I got it and I'm like, you have to read this book so we can talk about it. And she got so <laughs> mad at me because I didn't read it right away. I I had other things going on and I was like, yeah yeah yeah, I'll read it, I'll read it. And you're like, but and then we so for all those that have read it. I hadn't read it yet, and we were sitting on a beach for homecoming. We were sitting on a beach waiting for our husband, submarine to go by. And we're sitting on the beach, and we're underneath our, my daughter's pink blanket because it was cold. And Wendy looks at me and says, truth or lie? And I said, dare. <laughs> for all those that have read it, they would know how funny that is and would know. And if you haven't read it, go read it, and you will laugh so hard when you get to that part because I didn't know what the heck Wendy was talking about. And I tried about. to explain it to her, and it's kind of like it's a game you really need to be playing when you're prepared to lie. And then I thought, oh, gosh, what if I say something that's really Marie doesn't know about me, and she says truth, and I'm, and I'm trying to, I'm like, what am I willing to admit to? Wait a minute. So if you don't understand how the game is played, it's pretty much a game where you say truth or lie, and somebody makes a statement, and you have to tell, if, if you have to say, you have to claim if they're telling the truth or if they're lying, and then you win points. You can you can make up your own point system, and it's a really neat couples game to play. Like if you had a party at your house, or a girls' night is probably the best night. Yeah, yeah we actually played it. <laughs> Remember. We played it with a girlfriend of ours um, at, in your kitchen. We were playing Truth or Lie, and uh, it was quite entertaining. <laughs> so. so, yeah, she writes a really funny book, and we invite you all to pick it up. And um, she is a Navy spouse. Her husband um, is a pilot, and I'm not sure where they're at now. I think they might be in Florida. I'm not sure. She just had another baby, so she's a working mom. She has Sarah three did? kids. Sarah Smiley? Yes, yeah, she had a baby I did not know year. that. Mm-hmm. Baby in January. Well, congratulations, so Sarah Smiley. Boys. Tell her congratulations. Can you imagine? Three boys. A house of all boys. So. No. <laughs> no, I, no, I cannot. Spider-Man t-shirts and Batman and Superman capes and all that. Smelly things. No, thank you. So we want to talk, we're going to talk to her about her book, her, um, 
her so, column and just and, and, and just mom. and just her life in general as being a navy spouse yes and um and her her it says on her tour her her website that her life rights which i'm not sure what that means exactly we'll have to ask her were recently optioned by Kelsey Grammer's company Gramnet and Paramount TV and I have to say, her life is a, is just a story in itself, a storybook. The way, and we'll let her tell more details about it. But just to kind of give you an idea, to kind of interest you in this whole Sarah Smiley thing, I think the way her husband and her met is the, the neatest low love story in the world. That her, she's a Navy brat herself, and so is her husband. And their dads actually flew together, didn't they? They were pilots together. I think so. I mean, their mom worked knew each together. Other. I don't yes, know if his dad was a pilot or not, but I know hers was. Her her dad was an F fourteen pilot. Yeah. I just know that they worked. To, they were both in the Navy, and I'm pretty yes. sure that I thought that was a story. She'll have to correct us, you know, or correct me when she comes. But all I know is that they they knew each other as children, and there are pictures of them together as children playing On her together. Website, yes, they're On little. They're like five years old. Isn't that the cutest thing? And then you actually marry him later on. I can't. I don't know if I could marry the kid that you know that I was playing with when I was five, pulling my hair, putting sand in you know my shorts, and I don't know. But anyway, I just think that is the neatest love story to know. You could say you knew your husband your whole life. That's a little too long. <laughs> and, oh gosh. Uh, so yeah, so she'll be here. So everyone, you can visit her site at sarahsmiley.com, and her book is called Going Overboard. You can find it on Amazon. And um, so we can't wait for her to get here. You can send us your questions. And I've already had people send me some questions for her, um, which is cool. Um, so our next topic we want to do is um, we like to have guest bloggers on the site. If you have a, you know, if something happens to you and you're like, oh, man, I really want to write about that, then you can send us an email and uh, we go through those and it might just be picked and it might we might just post it. So. Yes, especially we want we want fun something funny, inspiring. Oh we my want, gosh! Yes, inspiring and funny and nothing political. We're staying away from that. Um, yes, no politics, please. No hate and discontent. And please remember when we post, we we really we do not edit, but we also ask them that you edit yourself with um, just um, profanity. We do not want any profanity. Uh, we won't we won't be able to post it then because we will not edit your your post for you. Oh, and we have an instant message um, from someone here. And one of the girls, she writes, um, she said that she did that. She met her husband when she was six years old. Oh, how sweet. And I don't know, who who is this? What is your first name? You know, you're listening. <laughs> you need to tell me your name. All I see is uh, her last name. I know, I they're little, that. yeah, their I am name. Um, yep. Yeah, maybe she'll I am me back. Uh, but, the other but, thing I was going to tell everybody, Alicia from Pearl Harbor, her husband's a submariner. She's going to be um, our next guest blogger, and we're going to post that up tomorrow. And Alicia is a um, a working mom. She has an online website store that she started, and um, she has a little boy, and uh, she's up there or over there in Hawaii, and she sent us a great piece, so we're going to introduce you to her online. You can find that. I want to live in Hawaii. Tomorrow. Yes, and um, so that's coming up. And, and then for July, I just want to tell everybody real quick, a couple, we have Kathy Hightower and Holly Shearer, who wrote that book, Help of a Military Spouse. Yes. I Want a Life, too. Um, they're going to come in July. 
and Pat will release his um, season finale of Hey Shipwreck in July, so he's going to come on to promote that, and he'll be here on July, um, I think we said 28th, it's the last Tuesday of the month, I believe. And we need to sweet talk um, him into blogging every once in a while with us, so yeah, if uh, all you guys, everybody listening, could please send Pat a message and say, well, you, we'd love to hear, blog, <laughs> hear your, read your so blog. So coming, yep, and Tanya. Even if it was only once a month or so. And that was Nita. Nita says that she met her husband when she was six. She said back her name. Thanks, Nita. <laughs> oh, great. Thanks for listening, Nita. Okay, Marie, we're about out of time. Let me read our disclaimer real quick. Go right ahead. Before we cut off, okay? Um, we're not a part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are our own and do not reflect any official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the author's. Should you require professional counseling, please seek a professional. <laughs> and we're going to cut off our live feed, so we're going to say thanks to those people listening. That's my favorite part, and the whole if we're not professionals, if you need help, seek a, a professional. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're in the after show right now. We're in the after show, Marie. So let's re- I also want to give our sponsors out one more time. Okay? Go right ahead. Um, this show is being sponsored by thesubreport.com, your your daily source for submarine news and events. You can head on over to thesubreport.com. And um, our other sponsor was askthechief.com. You get your Navy question answered at askthechief.com. And Ask the Chief, just to remind everyone, it is it, Ask the Chief is for not only active duty, you know, reservists, whatever. It is also for wives. If you have a question, ask him. Ask the Chief. Yes, Ask the Chief. And they have a team of uh, surface. I mean, if you happen to be surface or if you happen to be um, submarines, it's just not um, submarine uh, content over there. It's anything Navy-related, anything at all, anything from orders to um, uh, uniforms questions to um, if you're just coming into the Navy and you're like we had a question come through an AIT date or not AIT? Oh, I had a, that was a flash. That was a. a uh, oh, you didn't have an army AIT flashback, did you? <laughs> oh a boy. School, a school date. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> then he was able to help them answer that question. So any kind of navy-related question, you can go over to askthechief.com. And then for some news, you can go to thesubreport.com. So, yep. All right, Marie. All right. That's a wrap, I think. I think so. Well, everyone, thank you for listening so much. We're so happy that you you, um, tuned in today, whether it was live or via the archives. And we'll see you next Tuesday at um, 9 p.m. Eastern, right, with Sarah Smiley. Yes, Sarah Smiley. We look forward to that. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. You have a good night. All right. Bye, everyone.